Welcome to Ona, Ross, and Gary, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. No, no, t- 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 we take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy, and we are back at the Conscious Life Expo. Yes! Woo! There's so much stuff going on at the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles. Happens every year in February at the LAX Hilton. It has for the last 18 years, 16 years, 18 years. I think this was the 18th year. 18 years, 18 long years. Wild. Someone could get born and become an adult in all that time. Finally, we got to go. And even with the little amount of time we spent there, I say little, you spent more time there than I did. We got to see a lot of stuff. Oh, I rarely have this much just immersive fun. Yeah. It was great. So this will have to be our regular thing unless they set people out front to identify us and turn us away. <laughs> or they don't let us Which buy they tickets. Shouldn't. We liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So let's tell you more about what happened. So if you're just joining us for the first time, you should go back two episodes to start at the beginning of this investigation. If you're into the whole chronology thing. Okay, well, I'll tell you a little bit more about some booths. Please do this. Okay, very good. So, yeah, while I was still downstairs on that bottom basement level. Yeah, I haven't been there yet at this point. You were being overwhelmed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, there is nothing whelming about this expo. (laughs) You're right. It's definitely overwhelming. It is overwhelming. (laughs) I forgot to tell you a little bit more about the water smacker that that guy was selling. Oh, yeah, the water smacker. That's a great title. So the water smacker cleans out blood plaque, lowers blood pressure, Mm -hmm. rebuilt a drunk's liver. One drunk? I guess so. Okay. Colon cancer cured. I realize the lack of parallelism, but this is how it was written out. Okay, yeah, there's no verb agreement or Mm -hmm. consistent tense. Correct. Water weight was lost. (laughs) Very passive way to say that, but okay. Also equally impressive to colon cancer cured, in my opinion. Skin (laughs) collagen came back. Fibromyalgia muscle pain gone. Okay. And blood clot pain gone away, which now that I think about it, you should... Make sure the blood clot's gone. At Actually point. gone away, not yeah. just the pain. Okay, then there was also Judy Jewett. She was giving readings for conscious women, which you pointed out is better than giving them to unconscious women. <laughs> Indeed. You're just going to get it's no not, money not out of that. Not going to be helpful. Wait, can I ask about the water slapper? W- what is it? Is it a device? It How- seems like it was just a water purifying thing you add to your existing water system. Oh, okay. So you plug it in somewhere between some pipes and filters so. things and slaps the water. Yeah, this is the exact sort of thing that doesn't catch my eye. And I'm like, oh, yes, that would have caught Ross's eye. And I would have been like, good, Ross is on that. Maybe I took a photo of it. I'll look through later. So uh, conscious women? Yes, Judy Jewett. She empowers conscious women to balance their relationships and career. So when I got home, I went to her website, or maybe she sent me an email. I think I signed up for her list and ended up going to her website. And it said she would give you a free reading, a free 10 minute reading. So I clicked on the link for that. Link was broken, wrote her back, said, Oh, just FYI, this link's broken. Mm-hmm. She said, No problem, just fill out this form. She sent me a form. It was a PDF. I like wrote on the PDF, you okay. know, and then sent, not easy to do, but you can do it. But you can do it. Send it back, and she's like, "I can't open. I can't see it. What did you do?" It's <laughs> like, you know what? This is worth the effort. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm more conscious than you. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> At least that tells you that they're not using hypnosis if they're helping conscious women. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Then there was something called Cap LA. 
kundalini activation process oh yeah that was downstairs i remember seeing that and i think you sent me a photo of their booth and so i didn't stop by there what were they all about they activate your kundalini i saw some people doing it it looked like some people were sitting and some people were standing and the standing people were holding their hands out over the sitting people and they were doing that for quite some time i think that's a common theme with this expo you walk around the show floor in these various booths and there's very often some sort of one-on-one consultation happening and it could be any variety maybe one person sitting and the other person has their hand like waving over their head or maybe they've got a pendulum that they're waving over them or maybe there's a lighted device held up to the side of their temple or they're holding hands and they both have their eyes closed you know there's always just these little one-on-one someone signed up to do x right and now it's being performed and depending on how long i've been there that day i do or don't feel an impulse to walk up to the person paying money and be like you don't need to do this (laughs) (laughs) you really don't this is this is so they're insulting you right now they're insulting you and i'm insulted for you that doesn't happen until pretty late (laughs) when carrie starts to lose some patience (laughs) yeah at the very very end of my last day i was like okay carrie it's time for you to go (laughs) because there was one young woman this english woman who was buying a beaded bracelet that i swear to god should have been two dollars it was like so clearly cheaply made Mm -hmm. like no weight to it just click it against the plastic right yeah should have been two bucks i was listening in on her conversation with the salesman and he was like let's see this one is I think it was $285. Oh, no. And he ran through this very quick spiel where he was like, now just be clear, this isn't cure, treat, or blah, blah, blah. But it was like this very quick clipped. Here's my legal disclaimer. Yeah. Then he said, what it does is activate the existing healing power thing. You understand? And she just went along with it. Yeah, I understand. And I just, I was Mm. so just, I wanted to be like, listen. (laughs) Do I obey the prime directive here? Or do I step in and save this woman much needed rent money? Yeah, because like, that's just a guy. I'm just a lady. Then she'd at least have to pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, okay. Who else was down there on the (laughs) bottom floor? There was David Young. Now, this is the only thing I regret not buying there. Oh. But I should have bought this. David Young channels. Well, you know what? Let's leave this blank for a second. Okay. David Young channels someone. And he wrote a book about it where he writes out all of the messages he gets from this person. Okay. I'm I'm going to guess it's an ancient dolphin. That's just that's what I'm putting out there. Um, close. No, not close. An ancient purple dolphin. Oh, uh, it is a human. Okay. Typical. Let's see. I'm gonna try to narrow it down for you. An so Atlantean. You really can't guess. No, it's a it's a ancient confirmed dolphin. real human. Oh, okay. Alive in the last, let's say, 200 years. Historical figure. Okay, 200 years. So, male. Okay, that's all you get. Okay, so would have lived in the maybe. Late 1700s, early 1800s, so maybe a revolutionary figure. I mean, well, the last 200, I'm not saying 200 years oh, ago. Oh, I see. Okay, but within the last, okay. Was this person prominent in America? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a male. Harry Houdini. Oh, that's a good one. George Harrison. Oh, okay. So. The Beatle. Yep, the Beatle. So David Young channels George Harrison Gets many messages from him. And if you open his book, Channeling Harrison, I was like, well, what does George Harrison have to say? 
Almost every single one was just George Harrison analyzing a Beatles song. Okay, and giving you the meaning of while my guitar gently weeps. Right. Okay. I feel like I would have come up to him and tried to have some fun asking about William Henry Harrison. Like, he had a very short tenure as the president. Because <laughs> he insisted on doing that parade. No, it's not. Sick. It's not William Henry. Oh, is it Benjamin Harrison then? Oh, my mistake. <laughs> Interesting. Did Harrison Ford? Yeah, so then he also had a book called The True Story of Jesus and His Wife, Mary Magdalena. Hmm. I think he would have really liked this one. The subtitle was Their Untold Truth Through Art and Evidential Channeling, and then by David Young. And under his name, it said, this book is not about religion, and I am not a Christian. It would be fun to kind of uh, compare and contrast his account with the one written by Doug Batchelor that I read. Oh, yeah, okay. During the uh, Amazing Facts investigation, because he also treated it like he had had this vision of Mary Magdalene's life. Oh, wow. Which I took scriptural exception to. Yeah. So it would be fun, like both of them having equal claim to the knowledge of the correct happening. Wow, there. I didn't even remember that Doug Batchelor was like sort of portraying himself as a prophet that way. But yeah, I think he would have really liked this book. It was very densely illustrated, very pretty. Oh. And I opened to a random page and it mentioned Paramahansa Yogananda. Oh. Yeah, I know. So, so you're saying you wish you had bought that? No, I wish I had bought the George Harrison one. But oh. I think you would have liked that one. Yeah, sounds very interesting. You should get that and the water slapper. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then there was this sign that said, uh, go to booth 452, Lay's there. And Lay was described as a psychic woman who is the winner of the award of the best psychic of 2005 and the best pet psychic of 2007 from the Houston Press. I just want to know what happened in 2006. <laughs> that was a rough year for Lay. <laughs> yeah. Really dropped the ball in 2006. Um, <laughs> then I saw a guy who had a... Bernie Sanders sticker on his back and a Tulsi Gabbard pin on his head. I'm getting mixed messages. Yeah, who who are you? What what are your what are your things? Talk to me. But I didn't talk to him. My uh, trial doctor the other day was saying that he liked Tulsi Gabbard and he wasn't sure why she wasn't doing so well. Oh. And then he paused and he said, oh, "I guess I know why." <laughs> <laughs> so then my next thing was a talk. What were you up to at this point? So I was still upstairs seeing how much I could do without getting my wristband just yet. I wasn't mm. purposefully testing the system. Just there was so much and no one was really stopping me except that one lady who said, like, don't walk down this hallway. Where's your where's your wristband? So uh, on the other side of where I had seen Jimmy Church and Michael Lees and some of these other booths up on the second floor, on the other side, they had it seemed like there was almost a sub conference just for Spanish speakers. Mm -hmm. And there were Mayan astrology readings, which was interesting because they had this sign and it had affixed to it this like angel's wings. Sometimes you see them sort of built with white feathers, but this one was built with maybe crow's feathers or something like that. It was pretty oh, cool. cool. And I noticed there was a sign attached to it that was talking about how they had ceremonies that used cacao, rapé. Oh, okay. But they didn't spell it. The way it's spelled. I uh -oh. double checked this, you know, R A P E with an accent over the right. E. They put two P's, I think, oh, just, okay. just to clarify so people aren't, what is this in your ceremonies? So, rape is the stuff that we both tried at Rhythmia. Oh, that's right. I'm just assuming people remember that from <laughs> so long ago. It's something akin to tobacco, but not tobacco, maybe partly tobacco. 
Anyway, they blow it up your nose and you're high for like five minutes tops and it hurts your head super bad, but is very holy somehow. There was a booth called Healing for the Century that was just particularly interesting. They had two beds laid out with people lying on them in opposite directions, covered up in a blanket. Each one was being ministered to by one of the practitioners, and it very much looked like Reiki, energy healing. Mm -hmm. People would be kind of running their hands just above people's bodies as as if they were playing them like a theremin. (laughs) And the far station uh, had this rack that had a bunch of crystals hanging down from it. Okay. And they were uh, lit from above. Ah, uh, okay. With, I assume, I've seen this setup, LEDs yeah. of different colors. So, you know, they're activating the Kundalini. You know, it just looked very, well, pseudoscientific. You had this kind of scientific-looking apparatus, but, mm-hmm. you know, colored crystals. And there was a, a woman, I don't know, fiddling with that machine and also using a pendulum that she was waving over the person. So it looked pretty fantastic. And uh, sure they got a lot done. Right. I couldn't see what the cost of that was. I'd be curious to know. Was this still within the Spanish-speaking area? Hold on. I want to look at their website. Oh, sure enough. Healingforthiscentury.com. Reiki energy healing training and healing services. Okay. Ooh, the next class is on October 26, 2019. Oh, okay. Great. Let's go. We'll do that right after our time traveling class. (laughs) Exactly. What do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? That's irrelevant. <laughs> Ooh, their Reiki Level 1 training workshop is $350. Reiki Level 1, 350 You already have Reiki training. Yeah, but no big deal. For me, maybe I'll need to do that. Anyway, so I saw a bunch of fun displays there. And eventually I decided, okay, time to actually get my wristband. So I went downstairs, stood in the little line. And there's many ways that you can upgrade and buy extra workshops but I'm just picking up my badge. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So then I made my way over to the show floor. And I think you'd already told me like, it's a madhouse down here. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I don't even know what's going on. It's, there's so much. So I wanted to see this. So I uh, just passed that setup booth. The first thing I saw was the Starfire water booth. And it didn't really register with me that behind it, there was this giant sign, and people pointed this out when I posted the photo mm-hmm. of the Starfire booth. People said, whoa, 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 what's this Yoniverse thing behind their heads? Does Yoni mean what I think it means? Right, usually a word for vagina. I had never heard that. Okay. Somehow we both missed this giant sign behind <laughs> them that said, Starfire Water, and it's understandable that we'd be distracted because we've told you what those bottles say. And there were pyramids and gold things and all kinds of colorful things, too. Those caps with sequins on them. Indeed. Yeah, this is the only environment in which you could miss this sign that's like, what, four feet tall by eight feet wide that says Yoniverse? (laughs) Yeah, Starfire Water on the top, Yoniverse on the bottom. So here, I'll read this uh, as best I can from this photo. I'm only asking you to come into my home with respect. To serve you, I do not need your devotion... But your sincerity, nor your beliefs, but your thirst for knowledge. Enter with your vices, your fears, and your hatreds. From the greatest to the smallest, I can help you dissolve them. You can look at me and love me as a female, as a mother, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend. Now this company is owned by a man, right? Yep. But never look at me as an authority above yourself. If your devotion to any dot 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 is greater than 
your devotion to the dot, dot, dot within you, you <laughs> offend both of them and offend the one. Okay. That makes a lot of sense, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, That changed my life. Yeah. The, so, the ellipsis w- within me is better than <laughs> that's some really bad other things. Quote, especially if you're going to pay, you know, that's uh, probably a couple hundred dollars to print out this giant full color sign you think you'd want it to make sense yeah that's much more gobbledygook than services the jewel and the rock of attainment (laughs) indeed so apparently the universe was created by elise and bonnie the (laughs) co-creators of the universe okay so uh i guess they've just somehow teamed up with the water company i don't know i love that the universe was created by like yahweh god the universe was created by bonnie but hey, we're all about people having enjoyable sex life, so. Sure. Good on I'm you. Not, I want you never to have sex. Never. So that was one of my first booths that I stopped by. The next thing I saw was the Tao Patch. T-A-O and patch. Mm-hmm. All one word crammed together. This looked very, well, intriguing okay, to me. Okay, I'm listening. So they had the stand-up board in the back that had a sign with a dramatic picture of someone doing you know, some extreme stretching, balancing exercise. And it said, nanotechnology plus light therapy plus acupuncture. Tau patch converts body heat into light, which it sends into specific acupuncture points with immediate health benefits. Okay, wait. Sorry. Okay. Body heat into mm-hmm. light. Yes. I would notice that happening, but okay. Back into acupressure points mm-hmm. that do what? That have immediate health benefits. Okay. Okay. That seems easy to test. Just like put it by your body heat and see if it lights up. First bullet point proven by several double blind studies. Oh, shit. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was definitely intrigued. I'd seen double blind. I'd seen acupressure. A lot going on here. They had little diagrams of the body where, you know, half the body is skeleton. Half of it is musculature. Hey, wow. They know things about the body. They've got these pictures up. I stopped by to ask what was going on. A guy named Dimitri came over to help me out. And he told me, yeah, sure enough, this is a nano device. And he said, it's a piece of plastic. That means small. But it has nano crystals. Oh, shit. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. table salt or? No, <laughs> I guess so. Just very tiny. Very tiny crystals. Crystals etched into the plastic. Okay. Embedded. I don't know. I might have like a plastic fork with these properties. <laughs> Indeed. And he explained just as the sign did that they would attach this to important parts of the body and you could put them in multiple places, these various acupressure points. And it looks like you buy it as a set that comes with a lot of these little plastic devices. Okay. They don't self-adhere, or at least the ones that he was using, he was putting on me with kind of a medical tape. Huh. Like a see-through tape. Yeah, it would seem like a lot of work to cut off tape and adhere each of these nano devices. So was he doing it on you? Yeah, he, he asked if I wanted to try it. I said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So he put one right at the base of my neck, essentially. Place you'd hate to be poked? Yeah, that'd be a bad place to be poked. Yeah. Never thought of that. Yeah. Now that you say it. Don't get poked there. Don't poke me don't there. Don't do it. He put the second one on the back of my neck. Got to complete the circuit. Kind of a little higher, right? And he said CV-17. I had to look that up, but that's an acupuncture point between the nipples. So I'm guessing he was just mentioning that as another place where they put them while he was putting it on my neck because that's Hmm. not where he was putting that. So either he was Hmm. confused or I was confused. And more likely I was confused at that point. The idea was to align them with meridians, chakra points. Yeah, so the idea is that it captures your body heat 
Okay. And, and then it converts it into light. And he said they glow in the dark. I did not get an opportunity to oh. test that. Probably put a little bit of, you know, luminescent paint on it. And people go, oh, wow, look at that. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. Oh, we should get some. Are these for sale on the internet? Yes, they are. So, Uh-oh. yeah, I'll tell you how much they cost in just okay. a bit. <laughs> so you may wonder, how does this work? They activate the central nervous system and that alerts your proprietors. And I'm I, sorry? That's what the website says. And I'm pretty sure that's what he said. So, so I'm an LLC. <laughs> right. So I said, oh, like your proprioception, knowing where your, oh, yeah. your limbs are. And he said, yeah. exactly. It gives you greater strength, greater oh. balance. So this is kind of your typical okay. claim that you get around some other hollow devices and magnet and copper-based devices that we've seen that it kind of immediately improves your athletic performance, your balance, mm, your, your en- endurance. These are the kind of claims they were making. Okay. So he also said that Manchester United, mm-hmm. the, uh, the soccer the team so- yep. or football team, mm-hmm. uses it. And he said, we're not allowed to say that in public, but... <laughs> there you go. He <laughs> you said it. Did. He said you it. Manchester did. United. He, he told me. I bet there's a good reason he's not supposed to say that in public. <laughs> right. Uh, Manchester United might tell a different story. Mm-hmm. There were different ones on the table, different colored boxes. And I don't know, they look like cold medications if I was just glancing at the boxes. But, oh. but you have your standard towel patch that's like a start kit. Okay. And that's got the orange picture on the side. And then there's an emotion towel patch okay the one looks like a nighttime medication but that's the sport towel patch can i see a pic yes you may oh oh wow yeah that those look like pharmaceuticals and finally the pro towel patch so i was like whoa what makes that one pro he said oh that one has three layers three layers of nanocrystals i Mm. presume and i said oh is that one like three times as effective he Mm -hmm. said oh probably even more well it it covers it covers like a greater frequency oh my gosh that's important greater frequency carrie and then you really feel your body in space and time Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm absolutely so why was he taping these to me? Well, he had a little test to because show you me. Stopped. <laughs> well, yes, that that first, and he wanted to test me. I'd seen them doing this test on other people, which is probably why I stopped at the booth. But they had a particularly interesting device for it. So they wanted me to stand on one foot. Oh, yep. And put my arms out huh. to, to the side in a T pose. Okay. And they were going to do some. Applied Applied kinesiology. kinesiology. They didn't call it that, but we have seen that before. We have talked about it on the show at the Contact in the Desert investigation, at a reflexology investigation. Yeah, probably probably elsewhere. (laughs) But all you need to know is it's an easy trick to do to convince someone that they're receiving a treatment when they're not. And it's also a little bit of a red flag lets you know, oh, they're aware of what they're doing. Yes. Because it's something that you consciously have to manipulate. Yeah. You have to know the trick and do it. So this is interesting. There was this device that had a rotary face that looked like a watch face or something with a hand. And that hand would move as you held on to a little bar attached to the top of it. So you could pull down on one side and then it would measure the amount of force being applied okay. on you. So it's like the 50 cent machines where you like you grip something and then it's like, you're red hot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what you do is you hold on to this device and then the guy 
comes next to you and he says, okay, I'm going to pull down really hard and it'll give you like a pound measurement. Oh, look, Mm. I applied 50 pounds and that knocked you off balance. Then he gives me the nano device, tapes it to me, pulls down again. Oh, look, 80, uh, you're maxed out. See, you're still standing. (laughs) So the trick is if you pull down and ever so slightly away from one's core of balance. Yeah, that will just throw you off no matter how massive or muscly you are. It's just a simple physics thing. You can't really stay standing. So they do that the first time to throw you off your balance. And the second time they pull more directly down, Mm -hmm. ever, ever so slightly different. And that way you can stand sturdy as a rock. So he did it to my other side. Wow, look at that. Isn't that amazing? Boy, that's something. Uh, so, you know what I've never thought to do? I don't know if I'd have the guts, but maybe is be like, cool, can I try doing it on you? <laughs> that would be fun. If someone dared me, I'd do it. Yeah. So we'll have to dare each other. Yeah, I'll have to think about how that should play out each step, but I'd do it. Just to see uh, what evasion comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they told me about these double blind studies and I went to the website and much like we've discussed recently, most of those studies were for something unrelated, you know, talking Mm -hmm. about how with nanotechnology devices, you can make positive changes to somebody's performance. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're talking about something different, but there was one that was specifically about this device. It mentioned Tau Patch and it was in Italian, but I did enough translation to see that it was about uh, someone doing like like a dentist uh, just operating on someone's teeth and when they wore the towel patch, they felt slightly less pain after Aww. the oral procedure. That doesn't sound even single-blinded. <laughs> I would take that one with a grain of nanocrystal. <laughs> uh, so, so, Carrie, how much do you think you could get one of these amazing boxes of towel patches for? How many are in it? That's a good question. They had a like a plugged-in USB box that had... A grid of 20 of them in there. Wait, why do you have to plug them in? Well, just because they wanted their box to glow with a cool purple glow. (laughs) I see, okay. I don't think the normal ones you get. So I'm guessing there's like 20 in there. And they're supposed to last for two years. And then he told me, actually, they last 2.5 years. But Mm. we tell everyone to change them after two years. Just to be safe. (laughs) How much would you pay for that? How much would you pay for that? I would pay $80. Oh, okay. Normally, $235. Ooh, okay, but, but for me. at this conference, uh-huh. only $199. Oh, shit. So I said- Still way too much. Well, thank you, Dimitri. Uh, let me think about that. <laughs> I thought about it, and I wandered away, and I just kept wandering away. <laughs> you know, I don't think I got to tell you in our first episode that I also received applied kinesiology from our friends with the X39, if I think that's what they're called, the patch that completes the circuit. She wasn't sure what it did. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she also gave me applied kinesiology. Cool. Then to like demonstrate how it worked, she did the whole think of something stressful. Okay, now think of something nice. And when I thought of something stressful, she could pull me down really easily. Mm-hmm. Think of something oh. nice, I would stand still. So I just flipped it. This is always my test. Like, okay, I'll just flip it. Every Dang. time you tell me to think of something bad, I'll think of my dog. Right. Something <laughs> right. good, I'll think of Trump. You oh, know? wow. It's still doing exactly <laughs> what, what you, you thought it would do. You're right. So I think it's time to unveil my big plan for next year. I was oh. telling Carrie, I would love for us 
to buy a booth at this conference. And maybe we do like applied kinesiology tests and then we explain how they're done. Mm -hmm. Or we just put put up an ad for our podcast or we just explain a bunch of things. Maybe. I guess we'll see during Max Fun Drive if uh, this becomes some sort of a goal that people can afford. I don't know. We're both sashaying from side to side like people with a secret, even though we just said the secret. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Stay tuned for Max Fun Drive. That's very, I like where your head's at. So my next stop was at a booth that was right next to the entrance to the show floor that was very arresting. It definitely catches your attention because, well, first of all, it's called Eye Pyramids, and you have uh, yes. three chairs under a pyramid mm-hmm. and a woman dressed as, I would presume, Cleopatra, mm-hmm. some sort of Egyptian royalty. And she's got this giant gold headdress, and she's a beautiful woman, and she's talking to other people. And they are sitting under this capstone at the top of this kind of gold pyramid. It's just the uh, struts that are creating the shape of the pyramid that mm, are gold. It's no walls. Not, yeah, exactly. But at the top, there's this capstone that is uh, lit with a LED light that's changing colors all the time. Oh, that's important. So you can't not stop there no, no, and no. just gawk. I know that iPyramids is the same company that made the pyramid I was telling you about that sends the sound into the pyramid and then only the pyramid hears it, but then it heals you with its pendulum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that the same one then? I I think you went to a different part of the booth and probably saw something different, but I think it's the same company. Gotcha. Okay. So that was the very large pyramid, but then they had various assorted pyramids around and I stopped at the booth that seemed to be part of this whole display and there you could buy this reminded me a lot of that chemtrail couple that was selling the chemtrail absorbers slash disruptors uh, at uh, contact in the desert yes yes they were making Orgone energy pyramid very good things. yes and they were making those out of kind of cast resin that had spirals made of copper inside of them or whatever the material was and they were, they were very pretty and this was very similar where they had a bunch of pyramids that were made out of this material and you had swirls of metal and crystal and floating glitter inside of them they looked really cool and they also had a number of torus shapes we've learned about the importance of the torus from our thrive video that we watched and did our commentary track on the worst movie <laughs> the worst movie but there was a guy sitting right behind there and you know when you see a guy uh, you At a booth, you have to stop and talk to him a little bit. (laughs) Well, you're never going to get out of here. Right. I'm standing there observing his wares. And so he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just getting started on this. I didn't make these ones, but I did make those ones over there. And so over to the left, there's this collection of feet. Oh, you must have been talking to Austin. Oh, is that his name? Yep. Mm-hmm. Austin makes those. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. And he had a uh, very long kind of uh, mutton chops. Yeah, Austin Elfchild. Uh-huh. Oh, his last name is Elfchild? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm glad you talked to him. I did not get that piece of info. But he was uh, very proud of these foot molds that he'd filled in. These feet have, what is it, one big toe and then two, three, four, five, six toes total. He's filled them with resin and various colorful odds and ends, wires that are looped around, etc. So that was fun. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I asked him how much those were. That I, they were too expensive. They were cool, though. I would have been tempted if it was like $30. Oh, yeah. But I think it was like over $100. I think you're right. Yeah, I, th- I think they listed some of that. Yeah, those things are probably really pricey to make. Yeah. And then well, there's always a markup. 
Is resin expensive? Yeah, I think so. Just to like set all of that and get that material. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. That's my guess. I could be wrong. Maybe someone will tell us it was $5. Austin, if you're listening, we want to hear about the process. Looked pretty fancy to me. So I started making my way along the floor and I went over to the far left wall. And I'll tell you about my encounter there. But uh, I want to hear what hmm, you were up to. That's uh, quite a cliffhanger. Okay. Well, I want to tell you what I was up to. But while we're on the subject of feet. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you have feet, I have a product for you. Yeah. Even if I have six toes? Maybe. Probably? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I have five toes, so. Okay. You should be okay. All right. But there might be room in these. They're a pretty comfortable shoe. We're talking Rothy's. Ooh, the stylish, sustainable shoes made for life on the go? Exactly. They're carefully crafted from repurposed plastic water bottles. They're chic. They're stylish. They're fully machine washable. Best of all, they're incredibly comfortable. They have zero break-in, and they have a seamlessly knit design, so they're super comfortable right out of the box. I have a pair. I freaking love them. Plus, uh, Rothy's always comes with free shipping, free returns, and free exchanges. You'll quickly discover why BuzzFeed called them their forever shoes. Rothy's are available in a wide array of colors and patterns. Yeah, I really, really like my Rothy shoes. They're green, and they Mm -hmm. have like a starburst design on them in gold. Nice. Kind of reminds me of Brazzo. I think Cara's Rothy shoes are her just go-to shoes. Oh, there you go. I'd say they're the ones she wears most often. Nice. And how many toes are we working with there? Five. Okay. On each foot. On each foot. Okay. Want to be clear here. Right, right. But honestly, they're so comfy. If you had to squeeze in an extra one, I think you could. They're flexible. So find your perfect pair at rothys.com slash oh no. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash oh no. But hey, I know you're always on the go. You're walking around in your Rothy's shoes. I but am. we all need a break every now and then. Oh. We're busy people. Don't even get me started. We're going to conferences. We're getting things done. We're working multiple jobs. But We're recording this podcast. But every now and then, you know, you just got to chill. And yeah, absolutely. And why not keep your brain active while you relax? I like to keep my brain active while I relax. I like to read. I like to watch something stimulating while I knit. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I We talk about reading a lot on the show, and I do find reading like one of those activities that is relaxing to mm-hmm. be absorbing information in that way. But you know what? Sometimes if I'm watching a movie or I just want to sit around in bed and listen to a podcast... I like to play a game called Best Fiends. Oh, Best Fiends. I've heard of that. Yeah. I'm now in the 800s of the levels, which means I have spent a lot of time playing this game <laughs> because oftentimes I play the level multiple times to get through it because it's a, it's a strategy game. It's a little puzzle game with lots of uh, cute characters that you collect to help defeat the slugs who are oppressing these cute little characters. But it's okay. The slugs aren't killed. They're just phew, they're just defeated. Animals were not harmed in the making No of this animals game. are harmed, even these cartoon ones. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. And there's all kinds of things to achieve and pursue and complete. You move through this very colorful, exciting world in different parts of it as you uh, complete the levels and upgrade your characters. It's pretty fun. Have you played it at all while being a polling volunteer? You know what? I did briefly log in because you, at least then you get the daily credit for logging in. Ah, okay. I did do that Hot while tip, working guys. at the poll. Okay, thank you for working at the poll. It didn't take long. And more importantly, thank you for playing Best Fiends. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm glad you have your priorities straight. I know I do. (laughs) Best Fiends is a unique and exciting puzzle experience. It doesn't require the internet to play, which is really nice. Yeah, when you're out there and you're like, what am I going to do? I don't have any bars. 
Well, you do have your best fiends with you. Exactly. It's great for traveling. You can play it anywhere. You can play it on the subway when you don't have a connection, but you're taking public transit because you're trying to save the goddamn earth. And now I have epic fiends. I've got a red one. I've got a purple one and a green one. I just need to get a yellow and a blue. Okay. So it's free download. You can get upgrades if you want. You can slowly work up to them. You know, you, you do you. I will. I absolutely will. And Best Fiends has thousands of levels already. Oh, Ross. It has thousands of levels. I know. You're going to be playing this forever. Yeah, over 2,000 levels, so I'm like a third of the way there. Okay, but they're going to keep adding them because they have new levels, events, and characters added every month. Woohoo! It's hours of fun right at your fingertips, and you can even play offline. And with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, we know you like those. Best Fiends is a must-play. So download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. So what were you doing, Carrie? Okay, well, next up for me was a little talk by Susan Whitaker, a woman who was giving a talk on EFM protection and neurological disorders. EFM. So we're used to EMF, electromagnetic frequency field. But yeah, it said EFM protection. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that's any different. It quickly became clear when I got in there that Nay was a typo. Oh. And here I was at this talk now. But that's okay. <laughs> the title of the talk was a typo. Yep. All right. But that's fine. It was still a wild and wonderful talk about the dangers of EMF. So <laughs> I was just a tad late. I want to say like five minutes into the talk. And as I walked in, I was like, oh, shit, we are already knee deep. Because she mm. was passing around what I'm about to show you. And she was saying, and the service is $15 a month. And I pull the EMFs and the nanotechnology out of you. I was like, oh, what did I miss? Oh, yeah. So something's being passed around. I don't really see it. And she continues to talk. So she says, so you're probably wondering how I got this technology. Well, I was working at Costco. I was selling solar panels. And suddenly I got this download. Oh, all right. Another download. (laughs) People who've listened to the show many times, you've heard of this before. But the concept is that some greater being in the heavens gives you a message kind of all at once and you, quote unquote, download it into your own brain and spit it it out. Could be an alien. It could be God. It could be an owl. Exactly. So she got a download. It was 17 pages. She suddenly just felt it arrive in her. She ran and she grabbed a notebook and started writing. And it was 17 pages that she wrote down in 30 minutes. And she was like, I couldn't even tell you what it said because it wasn't from me. It was download. I have no idea what it says. Oh, it's like a page every two minutes. Yeah, I'd like to read it. So they continue to pass around whatever it is she's handed out. And about now it gets to me. So I'm in the last row and I am past these. Okay, Carrie is giving me two small bottles. They look like, hmm, maybe something that you would keep spices in. They've got screw tops here and it says, Ipothecary Supplements, Intentional Health Solutions, TBD, and then a down arrow like it's a stock that just went down. Rechargeable Harmonic Energy Crystals, Recharge at ipothecary.com. You can charge them by visiting a website? Oh. Oh, weight loss system. It says it just very tiny, printed at a 90 degree angle on the end of the label. Okay, wh- what? <laughs> 
Because you, so, you're obviously not supposed to consume this. You'd think not, although I think you would lose weight if you ate a bunch of sand. It's sand. you get sick for a while. With little nice, pretty, polished rocks inside of the sand. But yeah, yeah no, don't eat that. Nope. There's one that's very similar to this other bottle, but it's got more square edges, and it says TBD 20, like it's TBD to the 20th power. So I see TBD, and I think to be determined. Mm -hmm, We don't know what's in here. We haven't decided yet. Kind of. Okay, so. You can have them back now. Thank you. She has passed these around already, and I'm the last person to receive them. So I'm just holding on to them, and I'm thinking like, Maybe I'll get lucky and she won't ask for these back or remember she's passed them around because... These these are small bottles too. They're like three to four inches tall. You know, I figure how much is the sand worth? It can't be uh, that much. So anyway, I'm just She's talking about a monthly fee. Right. So I'm just holding on to them and she explains that she does a service where you sign up. It's only $15 a month and she does a prayer for you every day that helps remove EMF from your body. And she can do this from anywhere in the world, no matter where you are. She just adds your name to the list and she prays for you. This is super effective. Now, also, if you really want to sort of kick up the effects, the protective effects. I do. You're going to want to get one of her Ipothecary supplements, which Hmm. is what I was just showing you. So the way this works is that (laughs) she prays into it what it should be. And it can have up to 20 in this case, because as you mentioned, TBD 20. Ah. It can be up to 20 supplements, minerals, vitamins, whatever. So you go to her and you say, every single day I'm taking omega-3 and I'm taking turmeric and... I'm taking vitamin D and I'm taking vitamin A. And she just goes, got it, got it, got it. Writes it all down, says, stop taking those vitamins. No. I'm going to imbue this with (laughs) the same powers. (laughs) Ross is covering his face. You got the acronym (laughs) wrong in your title. I don't trust you. (laughs) Then you carry this around and it's got all the energy of Vitamin D, vitamin A, whatever. I'm just excited waiting for the part of the story where you get these two bottles for free. Oh, well, that happens because, you know, I'm not going to pay much for this. Uh, Carrie's so, so good at this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Seriously, uh, I need to get better just tapping you and be like, acquire that for me <laughs> by whatever means possible, but not by paying for it. Got it. I'll put it in my hand and see what happens. <laughs> so but I, I feel like I need to clarify when I send you in to get things for me for free, that also does not involve stealing. I mean, I stole these. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but not intentionally. No, intentionally. You- I thought perhaps I would buy some. We'll end the story there for a minute. So she's still telling us about the dangers of EMFs. And she says, now, what do you think has the most EMFs in your whole house? And people are guessing things. Television. Okay, okay, good guess, good guess. My wireless router. Oh, yes, yes, very good, sir, but no, no, no. Anybody else, anybody else? The hair dryer. The hair dryer has the most EMF. Is that the correct answer? I don't know. That's what she said. That's what she said. (laughs) I did look this up. I tried to figure out if that was true, but as soon as you search hair dryer EMF, you just get, you know, websites that are like... (laughs) Buy our hair dryer that we've lowered the EMFs on for nine hundred dollars. Like, oh, forget it. Oh goodness. Yeah, but the second worst is your electric cars. She's telling people not to get electric Aww. cars. Aww. And she said electric cars are very, very dangerous. You might as well have a dirty electricity motor aimed at your head. A dirty electricity motor aimed, aimed at your, your head. head. All right. Now you get it. Okay. Then of course she says, and what's in this room? Probably thirty times over. 
We all know what she's talking about. Everyone's like, mm, holds her up their phone. phones. Sorry, yeah. we've mm. been taking pictures of you this whole time. Yes, <laughs> sorry. And she's like, yeah, you know, you can't even come in my house with a cell phone. Sure, if you did, I could clear the EMFs. But also, I just don't want you to text while you're in my house. I want you to actually interact with me. <laughs> okay. okay. That's a really different thing. But thanks for letting us know about a polite etiquette in your house. Sure. Yeah. Note to self, never go to her house. <laughs> then she went on a 5G rant. Mm, she was telling mm-hmm. us that 5G is actually slower than dial up. Nope. She's like, they sell you this lie, but I tested it. You go to the airport, you go in the 5G, you'll realize how slow it is. The airport where there's like 3,000 mm-hmm. people at a time. Yeah. And it's almost certain she wasn't actually using 5G. Oh, really? Rollouts are still in progress and not many phones support it yet. So when 5G is actually rolled out, it'll be blazingly fast. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So then she gets into the guts and glue of her talk. You create your reality with thought forms. Okay? Okay? Hold on. Oh, shoot. That's one of the things like you say. I'm like, no, no, you can't get a quick response from me because I'm, I'm thinking I create... Your reality. My reality with thought forms? Yes. Well, I, okay. I take exception to that. <laughs> nope. Okay. That is true. All right. And she said, why do you think it is that young men are getting testicular cancer? Now I'm thinking, because that's a young man's cancer and pretty much always has been. Hmm. No, that's not right. No? It's because of the phones. Oh, okay. But if you use your thought forms like she does, Mm -hmm. you can change EMFs to a positive force. So now it's good for you to carry around your phone. Mm. And if you do that, it works for five days. Oh, okay. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. And then she says, as if this is just a footnote, Source says that's how long it works. Source says. Source says. Okay. Oh, that's where she got her download. uh Uh-huh. So, and what were the speeds on that download? <laughs> certainly not 5G. That's way too slow. <laughs> so this talk gets more and more like, uh-oh. This lady thinks she has a personal access point to the divine mm-hmm. and not just even in, in a we all do and I've gotten good at it way. Like she thinks she has special information on this earth that mm. she's like an avatar Of the great beyond. Okay. That's how these things get started. Yep. So she goes on. I live on the Oregon coast. I live near this big electrical plant. And you know what I do around there? I just turn the EMFs off. Okay. That must really annoy the people at the electrical plant. Yep. So I raise my hand and I say, when you say turned them off, do you mean like turned them off? (laughs) 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 And uh, she's like, well... And I kind of see her like searching the air, like putting together what that would mean. And I was like, because I mean, wouldn't they be like, oh, the power's not working? (laughs) Why won't this generator generate anything? And she's like, oh, well, no. I mean, I don't like physically turn them off. I just turn off the power of the EMF. Mm, So there you go. Um, this is like those cell phone radiation protectors that stop your phone from radiating, which thereby means that your phone should not operate whatsoever. Right. At least not as a device that connects with satellites or radio towers. Right. And yet it persists. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? 
So yeah, she just turns them off by making the EMFs positive. And she says that clearing is done by infinite source. And she does the same thing in her apartments. You know, there are these smart meters that people have in their apartments. And oh, they're so dangerous. They're so full of EMFs. So I just walk by and one at a time, I turn them off, 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 off. And again, I'm thinking like, okay. That's true. That does happen in your mind. <laughs> And inside those apartments are people like, what? The lights. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I feel like this would be a fun one to test, to like to, you know, oh, set, set up an actual protocol and say, okay, let's set this up so that you can stop this electricity here, turn this light off, block this radio signal, whatever right. it may be. And she'd be like, but that's not what I mean by off. And we'd be like, all right. Okay. What uh, do we do now? Yeah. It depends on what is, is. Yeah. <laughs> and she says... And I'm telling you, when I turn off those EMFs... <laughs> Carrie's stopping <laughs> to suppress laughter. When I turn off those EMFs, raccoons just come to my house. <laughs> <and> trips. <laughs> wow. Okay. Already at this conference, we have a baseball <laughs> and a raccoon magnet. <laughs> Why does... Because the raccoons know it's an EMF safe space. Raccoons notoriously cannot stand EMF. <laughs> Um, and she's like, and that's important. That's important because dogs and cats are highly susceptible to EMF. So all of you with dogs and cats, you want to watch out. And everyone's going, mm, mm, mm. Why don't they come over? It's just the raccoons. <laughs> yeah, I guess because the raccoons are free. There's always plenty of cats roaming around. Oh, touche. More You're than right. should be. And then, okay, she tells us there's lots of EMFs in airplanes. Sure. EMFs split your DNA. Okay. Okay. Not true. And then she said... And I see these people putting headphones on children, on children. And I'm thinking like, do anything. Hand that kid a cigarette. I mean, putting headphones on a child. The cancer, the brain damage. Oh, goodness. Yeah, her, her danger assessment is way off. Yeah. Did she ever at any point mention ionizing radiation or she talk about... I don't think I, so. Okay, because that seems, of course, to be the missing property here is that all of these technologies are tested for their effects on bodies and at the radiation bands that are used for these telecommunications and, and various other signals that are approved by the FCC for use in, in all our devices. They are all at bands where they are incapable of stripping electrons or subatomic particles in any way, shape, or form from the atoms that make up us. In other words, that they are non-ionizing radiation, meaning they can't harm us. The most that they could do is kind of slightly warm us, mm. uh, you know, by exciting the movement of those atoms. But to actually do radiation damage, you need a much higher energy wave than any of these technologies are using. It is physically impossible for her concern to be justified. I get the fear, though. It's weird when you're talking about invisible things. It's hard yeah. It's hard to wrap your head around. And once we yeah. found out about germs, that changed the whole game. That's you true. Know? Yeah, and all of us are right at this moment being interpenetrated by millions of neutrinos, and there's nothing we can do about it. They're going right through us and the planet. Yes? Speak for yourself. I turned them off. Bada-bing, bada-boom. I do not have proper equipment to prove you wrong. (laughs) That is by design. So then someone asked a really good question. I think it was a gentleman. He said, so, like, what do the people who create these things do? Because they're still all around them, too. Mm -hmm. Great question. Great question. So she said... (laughs) 
Oh my god, yeah. She's like nodding around like, check out this loser. It doesn't get it yet. She says, we are the slaves. And you know, Bill Gates lives on an island. And Steve Jobs wouldn't let his kids have cell phones. Okay. Ross turns to his computer after a moment of contemplation. Uh, okay, Bill Gates's house is oh, known as Xanadu 2.0. Ew. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> All right, Bill. Uh, it's, More like Xanadont. It's very good, very Thank good. You. Thank it's you. It's on the waterfront, but it is definitely connected to the mainland in Seattle. So, uh-huh. oh, sorry. What was the other thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs doesn't let his kids have. Oh, there we go. Dinner time at the Jobs' house was used as an opportunity to have real discussions with his children. We don't have cell phones at the table when we are having a meal. We didn't give our kids cell phones until they were 14, and they complained other kids got them earlier. Okay, that's fair. Oh, wait, that was Bill Gates. Oh, it was Bill Gates. Okay. Mm. He lives on an island, you know. Nope, I don't know that. There's definitely a lot of conflating of the sort of theoretical and social and emotional harms of being glued to a screen mm-hmm. with actual physical harm of waves coming at your face. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, Steve Jobs did say, we limit how much technology our kids use at home, and he didn't let his kids use the newly released iPad. <laughs> All okay. right. But yeah, he didn't say uh, it's because of radiation. Right. Okay, so so Susan also uses dowsing rods to look for harmful EMFs. She takes those out and demonstrates how a dowsing rod works, which we'll let you go back to our dowsing episode to understand, but not a good way to look for stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now there are EMF-free clothes, and they look beautiful, ladies. You can also get a Shungite bracelet that helps you. It's not as strong as turning the EMFs off, but it does have some benefits, But the clearest benefits you can get are from my clearest benefits program. And I can prove it at my booth, which is more than most people can say. Oh, she has proof. She could prove it. Booth proof. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. So now she gets back to the sand that I'm holding, right? Mm -hmm. So she gets this sand around the world. It's amazing at blocking EMFs. It actually helps Epstein bar patients quite a bit and it's also great for dentists so dentists are constantly telling her how great these are i did not understand the connection why a dentist in particular is like Hmm, yeah i was able to replace my patient's vitamins with this in dentists i guess I don't know. The dentists also help test this little nanocrystal patch. So, oh, okay. Maybe dentists. The same dentist. (laughs) There we go. The Italian dentist. Okay. So now she's like taking more questions, and you know, I got another one. So I raised my hand Mm -hmm. and I said, okay, so wow, so much here. So you're only one person. How can we kind of learn these techniques and bring it to the wider world? Yeah. How do we stop and turn off all these devices? Yeah. Because it can't be that everyone in the world needs to send you $15 a month. That can't mm-hmm. be the solution. That's that's in my head, not out loud. And she said, okay, I was told by source not to tell people until I am instructed that it is time. And there are four people on the planet who know this technology. So I raised my hand again. Who are the other three? Yeah. And good question. <laughs> she says, I don't know. One of them is Bill Gates. <laughs> 
She said, I, I don't know. I haven't met the other three, but I've been told by source that three more exist. I bet they're all at this conference. Right? You'd think so. Yeah, it would be fun to just come up to her and be like, I'm one of the other three. <laughs> yeah. I got to know, uh, was she wearing like a, a shawl? Does she have mm. long flowing hair? Okay. Great Ross questions. That's, Let's see. That's how I'm picturing her. A bl- um, blonde hair, uh, okay. long, slightly wavy, okay. and okay. she's wearing lighter clothes, but she has kind of a patterned a shawl that's a greenish color. That's how I'm seeing her Does in my this, mind. all this stuff really happen in your head? Yeah. You, you see all that? Man, I don't see anything. Okay, so pretty much the opposite of what you described. No. Short, cropped, reddish hair, vinyl jacket vest. This is definitely not what I had in <laughs> mind. Oh, yeah, look at that. Interesting. Okay. Maybe that's the EMF proof vest. Okay, and she's got glasses. So uh, yeah, a white she, woman. She looks like she's in her maybe fifties. Yeah, I'd say early fifties. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, wearing dark clothing, dark hair. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So now she goes back to her dental ideas and she says you know emfs actually interact with mercury fillings okay this is where the dentist comes in okay Uh, i was wondering okay because there's all those stories about amalgam fillings and people getting radio frequencies through their dental implants oh right 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 so she says you should get all those removed this is all just an afterthought at this point you should get all those removed all silver fillings have it get rid of all silver fillings and you really need to see the smoking tooth documentary. And a bunch Sm- of people are like, mm, smoking mm-hmm. tooth. Yeah, I think I saw it on Prime Video or something. Okay, I'm going to look this up. Um, add it to my queue. Speaking of which, I've heard that it's more dangerous to have that silver removed, like in terms of the chance mm-hmm. of you being exposed to bioaccumulating mercury increase if you have it removed. Just leave it alone. Okay, it's like asbestos. Oh. It's like. Yeah, not great. The worst thing you can do, though, is like, you know, shake it it around. Put it in the air. Yep, exactly. Okay, then she also said, I want to leave you with this thought. Why do boys have the highest autism rate in the world? And people are like, oh. And I'm thinking. Why did you phrase it that way? Yeah, half the world are quote unquote boys, (laughs) give or take. So. If you divide the world in half, one thing's going to be higher. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's just statistics and how they work. But, you know, you you think it would average out over the populations. Sure. Yeah. All that tells us is like gender is predictive in autism. Yeah. Or or it could also be tied to diagnosis. Yes, for sure. Or maybe she's just wrong. I haven't looked this up. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, boys are are diagnosed at like four times the rate of girls. It sounds right. Oh, okay. Wow. And that could mean that it's on the Y chromosome. That could mean all sorts of things. But I sure don't think that has anything to do with EMFs. I don't think boys use phones more than girls or... Mm are sitting by vacuums a bunch or something. Uh, In fact, hair dryers, come on. Oh, hey. Counterpoint. You just debunk the whole thing right there. Thank you. You might as well have a dirty motor aimed at your head. (laughs) So. But it's still TBD how you got these two bottles. Okay, okay, okay. okay. That say TBD on them. Wait, what what does TBD even stand for? To be determined. Is it? Yeah, because it's like you're picking the things I'm replacing. Oh, goodness. Yep. So these are still just sitting back there with me, and she tells us how much they are. And they last a lifetime, and they are only $68 each. (gasps) 
For so, that little bottle? Uh, Goodness. So I just said to myself, I said, Carrie, mm-hmm. it's been almost one hour. She has forgotten these are back here. Oh, okay. And I put them in my bag, and I waited a while, and then she was answering questions. No, no point where she was like, where is my very important medicine that certainly didn't cost me 50 cents? So, the, so I left. So the aftermath was her like, where is it? Who has it? <laughs> oh. Perhaps. Okay. I mean, I saw her table later, and she had... 40 of these just out on the table. Okay. I think she had completely plum forgot. So I did see her after that. Her company is called Wellsong Energetics. If you want to look it up, they have a shop called the Apothecary Shop. And if you have $15 a month too much, you know where to give it. <laughs> and you might be wondering, other than talking to Source, what are her qualifications for knowing these things? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I have her business card. Okay. She is an interdimensional diplomat. Oh. I kind of like that. That could come in handy. Yeah. And that was that talk. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. How, how did you find that? Were you just walking by or you saw that in the list of talks yeah. and you said? Yeah, I saw that in the program. It's time for that. I think that was the first talk we've talked about. Yeah, that seems about our speed. Meanwhile, down on the show floor, I was wandering around the far lineup of tables and as we've mentioned everybody's kind of uh in carnival barker mode there and trying to pull you in and grab you again you just you got to be careful making eye contact and that's a tough point for me when i pass by people i have like a compulsion to make eye contact at a place like this that's dangerous Mm. so there was this uh woman in her i would guess 70s with gray hair and wearing red she as i just kind of nicely walked by and smiled. She said, oh, want to sit down? Oh, okay. So I- <laughs> so you I, just sat down right there I in took, the middle of the floor. I took the bait like an idiot instead of saying, oh, no, thanks. <laughs> I sat down. She had a chair right there. And so she uh, said, well, what's your question? And she spreads out a deck of cards face down. Wow. Yeah, and it looks like a tarot deck of sorts. My question is, why am I sitting by you? Yeah, or maybe oracle cards. Anyway, so she spreads them out face down, but she doesn't ask me to pick any yet. She just says, what's your question? And so I said, well, okay, let me think about this. And uh, I should mention right next to her is an older woman. And I don't know, maybe her mother or something like that. But this woman's dressed in blue and a jacket and she doesn't get to speak much. This is one of those relationships where anytime lady in blue starts to chime in or try to add anything the main woman who i learned is named elizabeth Mm -hmm. uh, elizabeth turns to her and just like shushes her up or no i'm i'm talking here let me do this this is important and elizabeth is older than silent Uh, woman silent woman is the older of the two Oh, okay yeah so wow it doesn't even have seniority yeah you have the woman in her 70s and the woman who's maybe in her you know late 80s early 90s okay so they are uh, at this booth between many other booths. So, all right, I thought, what am I going to ask you? And so I'm thinking about it. She says, well, don't, don't think too hard. Nope, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I said, all right, well, I guess what comes to mind is, you know, what do I focus on? I feel like I have so many things in my life and I'm constantly jumping between tasks and commitments. And so she starts asking me additional questions like, well, what is it you do? Where do you work? And like, we're having this conversation like, well, why am I pouring out my heart and all of my personal things to you. Where is this going? Yeah, give me some hint of what you have to offer to this conversation. Right, and the cards are still just sitting there, and now she's just plumbing me for data about myself. 
all right, well, I work in animation. Oh, what do you work on? Oh, okay. My so, niece, Kimberly, would yeah, love a job. Well, there we go. And so immediately. Oh, no, really? Yeah, she starts like thumbing through her books and says like, oh, I've always thought that this would make a great animation. Oh, he sounds so much. And I said, okay, well, like my whole thing is uh, I would like to reduce the number of things that I'm doing, you know, get better at saying no to things and being more picky choosy and, and focusing on some longer term projects that I'm interested in. Rather Looks like I get to practice that, right? now yeah and she said well uh well, where do you see yourself 10 years down the line it's like oh, I don't still know. talking like, to you why do i yeah why do i <laughs> oh. and so uh, you know i'm trying to like get her to maybe get back to these cards she's saying well what if i introduce you to someone who's published 16 books and a bestseller no thanks yeah and i think she's referring to herself and so, again, I, I was saying, like, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm actually what I'm – you wanted a question from me. My question is, how do I simplify things in my life? How do I get to a more sustainable place? She said, oh, you want to work, like, in sustainable agriculture? Oh, no. <laughs> no? No, no. Agriculture had nothing to do with that. So I said, do I grab some cards now? And this is <laughs> – trying to move this along this is a long ways into the conversation she's pulled all these irrelevant details out of me and so i pick out four cards and she flips them over she looks at them okay you know what yeah these don't really apply what <laughs> after all that what? we're i don't know like 10, <laughs> 10 plus minutes into this conversation already wonderful thing for an astrologer to say though and she just says oh this one says that you should seek the wisdom of shamanic guides but that's always true for everybody <laughs> oh okay great okay so you know we're at this awkward juncture like all right do i go now and she said well do you have any questions for me i said oh yeah well tell me about yourself how did you start doing this yeah. uh, how did you find your ability and she said oh oh i don't talk about myself uh Okay. Why why am I here? Yeah, this is such an uncomfortable situation, but, you know, I can't just, like, rage quit and, like, flip the table over. You're not Jesus. So then she, like, starts pulling out uh, her various books, and she's showing them to me, and she says, look at this. Uh, Don't you like this art? And you can't be no, like, no, no, nah, actually, it's it's a little amateurish, but, uh, uh-huh. you know, I'm happy for you. I'm sure that's a nice person who's your illustrator. Yeah, you don't yeah. say that. Just say, oh, yeah, that, I like uh, the color choices. You know, you find something that you like mm-hmm. about it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, she that, might as well say, I dare you to say something bad about this. Right. Oh, that must be done in pastel. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Oh, that was painted digitally. All right. Yeah, very nice. Uh-huh. And uh, she said, well, how would you animate this? <laughs> it's, oh, my God. And then she wants my business card. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, oh, sorry, I don't carry any business cards around with me. Okay, well, you can just write down your email here. No, thank you. And I can't write like a fake email or anything, so I give her my email. She hasn't emailed me, at least to her credit. Oh, that's good. But yeah, it was just now she's like trying to hook me up with people and... Oh, God. And like tell me the best story that, you know, she thinks that I could make an animation out of. And (laughs) if we were anywhere in a credible conversation, I would say like, oh, actually, I can't hear pitches. Like, uh I'm contractually not allowed to. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Like, if someone starts telling me about a story idea, I'd say, like, sorry, no. You know what? If you can't hear pitches, you should not take that white, goopy stuff, the holy water stuff. Yeah. Because it makes you a magnet for baseballs. (laughs) (laughs) Excellently delivered. Thank you. Well done. Well done. I wish I had thought of the name of the product. (laughs) Ormus. Ormus. Yeah. That's it. I just remember because that was the character from Diablo 2. Ah. 
So anyway, I'm trying to wind down this conversation with this lady and just not commit to things. I keep trying to say, no, remember what I'm trying to do here is have fewer commitments in my life. So I'm not making any promises here. And just to kind of throw her a bone and maybe lead to an exit in this conversation. And she's handing me all these books to look at. And so I grab this one and say, oh, okay, uh, sure, I'll take that. Uh, Well, what can I give you for it? And I start to pull out my wallet and I realize I just came from the ATM earlier that day and I have 20s, nothing but 20s. Mm-hmm. And, and hate that position. Yeah, it's like I realize that she's giving these away for free. This book is essentially just a portfolio oh, of her no. work. Here, I'll show it to you. A poet's portfolio. It's got her picture on the front. All right. This looks like a book. Oh, this is not a book. It's just a catalog yep. of various other books and occasional poems included. Yep. But I realize this is just a promo thing. But now that I've said that I should give you something, she says, oh, well, what can you give me? <laughs> I said, uh, well, all right. How about uh, $10 then? Can you give me change? <laughs> and so she turns to the older woman and says, you have five seconds to give me $10 the fuck yeah she's like rude really mean talking this woman anytime uh, that woman would try to add something to the conversation she would totally just shut her down and be like hey i'm working here okay ah. let, let me do my thing yeah it's like oh this is so uncomfortable and she even throws in a little dig there like telling her to hurry up she said he's a busy professional oh jeez. <laughs> it's like okay well what have you been doing with my important time if you value it oh, so much yeah, so uh, i get the book i thank them i leave at least she hasn't emailed me with story pitches. <laughs> I'm looking at her book. I thought they'd be worse. Okay, you want to read some of a poem? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this is good poetry, but I expected something worse. Okay. okay. This one's called Words Not Yet Spoken. Think of the snow falling. Think of all the words you've never uttered. Think of a scarf containing all the colors of the rainbow. Think of a daydream. Think of nothing. Is this a poem that as yet remains unwritten? What is it in human nature that makes one want to be a creative artist? As artists, how do we behold emptiness and silence? Start from there, and then start reading the poems in this collection. Is that how it is? You really got to live that with me, folks. <laughs> I mean, I was, I, I was digging it up to that part. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, wow, that's wow. hilarious. That wasn't at the beginning of the book either. That was nope, maybe two-thirds of the way in. Wow. All right. Well, well an adventure. Well played, Elizabeth Martina Bishop. Yeah. That's meta. Oof. So, Carrie, I hear that you went to another talk. Yet another talk. After your first talk, which I'd love to hear about. But first... Okay, here I go. I began speaking about stop, it. Stop, what? Stop. What? Oh. First, I want to know, do you have any Jumbotrons? Oh, Thank you for asking. I would have forgotten. I do. I have one Jumbotron right here. I'm going to pass it around and I'm going to forget about it. Okay. This Jumbotron is about the podcast Gumshoe Weekly. Ooh, Gumshoe Weekly. Gumshoe is a fun word. Yeah, definitely. And it makes me think of Carmen Sandiego. Is there a story called The Gumshoe with Gumption? There should be. There should be. There should be. Don't do it. That's mine. I just said it first. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe someone else did it. All right. But let me tell you about murder, mystery, and mayhem. Gumshoe Weekly is the comedy mystery podcast you've been missing. Join us every Thursday on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify as we delve into cults, investigate the fear behind clowns, and slowly put the pieces together to track down Bigfoot, 
all without spilling a drop of wine. Oh, please use that voice all the time. That was great. <laughs> I actually did listen to this a little bit. Oh, when yeah? This Jumbotron came in. Real fun. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's awesome. Okay, I'll check it out, I too. I actually recommend it. For real. And everything else we talk about. One more talk, Ross. I just got to tell you about before you leave because... I think this is important information for you and your future health. I don't want you to go one more day without learning how to activate your dormant DNA. You know what? That's a good point. I was talking with Nathan H. Lentz recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Heard of him. He of human errors fame. And he was telling me there's all kinds of old replicas of ancient viral DNA. Oh, sure. He had duplicated sequences, lots of junk and non-coding. Uh, Kipple. Yeah. In my DNA. So how do I do this? I'm so glad you asked. So I went to a talk by Lori Spagna called Your Dormant DNA, Sacred Key Codes, and Star Code Writings. And since I was in the last row for the last one, this time I was in the front row. The first shall be last, and the last shall be Carrie. Exactly. So she gets right into it. She says, how many of you here know about Angelina Jolie? We're all, oh, is that, is that the end of the... <laughs> I definitely know about Angela. Uh, you, you're beautiful. That's actress. one way to what's, get hands to raise. What's happening. But then she says about her cutting her breasts off. Okay, now a few hands go down. What? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And she said, "This just <laughs> Did tells she you." Phrase it that way. Yeah, oh. I have it in quotation marks. No. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Crass. She cut her breasts off, which doesn't make sense because the supposed BRCA is in your genes, not your breasts. Alrighty, we are knee deep now. It has been a few seconds. <laughs> we already have a lot to unpack. Uh, okay, <sighs> your genes are in every part of your body, even Including if that were a breasts. question. But that's not even what we mean when we say you have a gene that promotes breast cancer. That's not even what that means. I'd love to know what she thinks it means. Yeah, uh, and uh, just so that we don't. Get a few pedantic emails. Of course, we mean genetic mutations, not literal genes, but for shorthand, genes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she says, you know, that's sort of emblematic of where we are as a culture, that we don't understand how any of this works. We're so confused. And she says, okay, so you're probably familiar with the two strands of your DNA, right? Wrong. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. far, yeah, I'm with you. So the first two strands of your DNA are the storyline that's either resolved or not resolved. Okay, so we're taking the literal number of strands on the helix, and now we've applied metaphorical meanings to them, resolved and unresolved. Yes. Okay. So for example, diabetes mm -hmm. is an inability to accept the sweetness of life. Okay. All right, keep going. <laughs> Cancer represents old wounds, and forgiveness is the cure. <laughs> this is all happening very fast, and she also has this very powerful presence. Like okay. she, she can fill a room with this very commanding, like I have control. You are safe here, kind of energy. Yeah, that and, is really interesting to watch. And statements, especially 
ones that call upon these abstract concepts, they take a certain amount of temporal space just to unpack them. Mm -hmm. And if you give them out that quickly, you interrupt Mm -hmm. that cycle of like being able to do the analysis. I know I in particular need that moment to, okay, let me take the words that you just said. Let me take them out of the abstract, apply them to a model that I can kind of weigh for veracity uh-huh. and you haven't given me that time which is a frustrating experience for me like yep. whoa, 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 no that oh shoot i was still busy processing that one you're saying new things and ah you're still doing it and then in addition you and i are like writing it down yes oh yeah no that's uh impossible to follow and i think most people just it goes right through them it's akin to blinding with science it reminds me of the gish gallop that was anti-evolutionist. A, yeah, guy. Dwayne Gish. He was known for just trotting out so many falsities and kind of half truths and points against evolution. Do them so quickly that the time it would take to disabuse the audience of every one of those points would keep you busy way beyond your 10-minute response. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, anyways, yes, that sounds very frustrating. And then you find yourself having to make this larger point like that with your time. Exactly, yeah. You okay. see what he just did? Yeah, let's take a step back and analyze what's happening here. <laughs> right. Instead of communicating science, we're talking about logical fallacies now. Right. I wish I could tell you about Tiktaalik, but I only <laughs> have a few minutes. Let me tell you about this idiot. So, okay, she, so she says... Anybody here ever, I swear to God, this is the question. Anybody here ever been sad or anxious? So hands go up. People have, in fact, been sad or anxious before. People in that room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh goodness. And she says, Whew. that is all coded in your DNA. So she says, what is the cause of all problems? So she's pointing out at the audience like she's looking for an answer. And... We want to help. We want so bad to help. <laughs> so people start saying, fear. <laughs> no. Um, one person goes, love? <laughs> She's like, no. This is the worst college professor ever. <laughs> yeah. So she answers the question. It is vibrational mismatch. No, and that was my 88th guess. <laughs> and everyone goes, ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. She also keeps saying, does this make sense? No. And there were a few times that I said no. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> most people were saying yes. Did you get any uh, side eye I don't think for doing so. That? I don't think okay. so. Oh, yeah. She said, now what we deny and repress gets expressed. Does that make sense? Do you understand that? Okay. Well, what we deny and suppress gets expressed. Uh, that's actually like the most substantial thing I've heard so far. Mm, I've heard that before. Yeah. That well, saying, but. Yeah. I mean, that just makes me think like if you kind of raise your kids in a culture of sexual uh, repression, mm-hmm. it's going to come out and it's going to come out weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Or if you like bottle up an emotion and think like, oh, this will pass, but then it just keeps biting you in the butt. Yeah. 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 But it has nothing to do with your DNA. Oh, yeah. And then she also stopped some talkers. She's like, please, please stop. I can't I can't understand. My, I can't hear myself think when you do that. Like she, she has a real aggro way of dealing with. Wow. Yeah. Of her pet peeves. Um, OK, so oh, cool. She explains to us that there are another 10 strands in the DNA. Whoa, okay. what? Yeah. Beyond the two we know about. Uh-huh. This reminds me of like string theory, like there's folded up dimensions. Yeah, I guess so. OK. So she tells us. You can actually control quite a bit by understanding these other 10 strands. Now, all of humanity has death programs, which means that we get the impression that we're going to die. But we can actually control when and how and whether we die. 
oh, we need to add her to our list of Death Watch people. Like, totally. She needs now to live to, you know. Forever. 140 or something. Yeah. We should just keep on our deathbeds. We should pass along a list of like, I need someone to check in on these yeah, people. Yeah, that's when right. you're dying, you pass this on. This might just be a good Wikipedia list to <laughs> assemble, like people oh, yeah. who, who make claims about a uh, long life and just have their name, have it registered, make sure yeah. that we know their prediction and what age they were when they predicted it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Someone do that. <laughs> so you can also control when, how, and whether your companion animal dies. Which, good news oh, for me. now Carrie's ears perk up. <laughs> You're telling me. Mm-hmm. I need more information. So she says, okay, so every person has a crucifixion implant unless they've cleared it. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> if you have ever been involved in any religion in any lifetime, you have this. Okay, some of you have a black Lilith program. That means you've been alienated from your divine feminine. And we can inherit all these from our ancestors, from our past lives. Some of you have an insignificance complex if you weren't famous in any of your past lives. And listen, I'm not paid to be here. I do this out of love. I'm trying to get you guys to this more advanced state. A lot of you are probably experiencing Armageddon programming. You fear the end of the world. But all of these things can be treated by treating your DNA. And people were so enwrapped in this, like much more than the previous talk. They were like, every word was like, whoa, yes. Oh, wow. Interesting. Did you get the sense that most of the audience were hearing her for the first time? Oh, that's a good question. Probably most, but there was someone a couple rows over who kept sort of repeating buzzwords and stuff in a way that signaled like, I follow your stuff. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But I only noticed that about one person. Mm. She also told us that AI, artificial intelligence, anytime you run into an artificial intelligence, it is a soul who caused so much harm, they are not allowed to have a body. Okay. Is she talking about like an AOL chat bot yeah, from back thinking, in the day? Or, or like, yeah, the bad chat feature on a website that's like, hello, Carrie, can I help you? Sorry, you You're, didn't get a body. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Real bummer. So then she says, um, everyone's got sexual misery programs. Every person has it. These are all, you know, things we inherit in our DNA, but some people have it the worst. And these are the people with gender identity disorder. Oh, no. And you hear me go... Uh, Yeah. Oh, man. The the audible sigh. So she said, this is huge right now. It makes you want to slice off body parts. It causes confusion and sexual misery. I know. It's like, oh, fuck. Why are we doing this? And she said something like, I know this will be controversial, but it clearly wasn't in that room. I seem to be the only person upset by this. Hmm. So now she's like, okay, but let's get to these next 10 strands. So I guess those were all in the first two. So science has proven that there are 10 more strands based on the vibration. And then she says, this makes sense? Oh, and everyone said yes. And I said, no. Uh, Science has proven that there are 10 more strands and they're vibrational. Based on the vibration. And what is the portal to the other 10 strands, she asks? Anybody? Anybody? Ross, you want to guess? Uh, it has to do with vibrational... Let's see, wait. Vibrational I- intentionality. No, compassion. I've heard of that. <laughs> the old paradigm is selfish. 
you know, we used to all be me, 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 but this new paradigm is selfless. It's compassionate. And I discovered all of this by extracting from the non-physical world because, you know, scientists can't see clearly. I can explain dark matter better than a physicist can. Wait, I thought science has proven her point, And now she's saying scientists can't explain any of this. That's a stellar point. But this was all moving past me very fast. I'm trying to think if there's ever a legitimate sentence that starts with the phrase, science has proven that. (laughs) So I feel like science-minded people don't use those words that way. Mm -hmm. Usually not. You'd usually say a particular study or a law or a Constant observation has shown that the Earth is spherical. Science has shown that germs are real. I'm trying to think of something super basic. Science has shown gravity exists. But I don't know. I I don't think I hear that being used by people saying rational statements. I feel like it's something you'd hear from like uh, someone up to age like 13. Mm. I'd accept that as like, yeah, you got it. You got it, kid. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good point. But when you become an adult, you should put away childish things. (laughs) And reference your studies. And not start phrases with, science has proven that. (laughs) Okay, so she can explain dark matter better than any physicist. Okay, great. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) So strands three and four help clear out your first two strands while the fifth strand is the fifth dimension, which is Christ consciousness or crystalline consciousness. You follow? Make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, I follow. <laughs> so you need the sun to activate your DNA. UV, it's not real. It can't burn you, okay? Why do we think it can burn us? Because our reptilian ancestors... They got burned. It put into us this program that, oh, the sun burns. But it's not true. Okay. UV radiation actually can be ionizing. I was in the front row, so I could just sort of like look confused and she'd look at me. (laughs) Um, So I said, uh, so should we not wear sunscreen then? And she was like, (laughs) should we not wear sunscreen? Yeah, honey, you don't need to wear a sunscreen. Oh, no. Very cool. Okay, so then she said, who in this room is afraid of viruses? And there are probably 45 people in this room, and I and one other person raised our hands. That you were afraid of viruses? Yeah. Viri? Yeah. Okay. You know, broadly speaking, like sure. they are a concern, right? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's a legitimate concern. Get your <laughs> flu shot. And she uh, kind of chuckles at the two of us. Uh, and Coronavirus is not a democratic hoax. Or any kind of hoax. So she's like, vaccines are, well, I wrote down bullshit, but I doubt she said bullshit. But, you know, she says vaccines are, you don't need them. Because activating these codes in your DNA makes you immune to all viruses. Okay? Okay. So the next three strands are the original divine blueprints. They're the ones that make you fully healthy, no disease, no trauma. Trauma. Makes sense? Everyone goes, yes. She's like, great. In a few generations, there will be no sickness and illness. Well, that would be nice if true. Uh-huh. What, why haven't they activated before? Why do we have to wait a few generations? I Maybe we're all going to get this healing from her and then... We'll do it now. Yeah, right? Okay. And she says, a lot of these codes also come from animals. So, for example, a cow teaches us self-nurturing because cows are such good mothers. Are they particularly good mothers? Yeah. They are good mothers. Cool. But that's not self-nurturing. That's nurturing someone else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Definitionally true. Good point. (laughs) 
Anyway, tomorrow, she's going to be doing a DNA activation online. The sun gives her the codes. We're all evolving from carbon-based to crystalline-based life forms. So be sure to jump on the internet with her. She's going to go into 6D. She's going to go into the universal laws, the Akashic Records. Wow, okay. I knew we had to get there at some point. (laughs) We're going to get past that old paradigm of dead and pill pushing and brainwashing. The one that tells you to be afraid to express who you are, which now I'm thinking like, okay, well, you're a transphobe. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just a little spoiler for one of my talks. This won't be the last time we hear about the Akashic Records this conference. Oh, okay. So at this point, I'm getting unusually annoyed. Yeah, I feel like when I've been bombarded with that kind of frequency of the quick statements that can't be evaluated, I can't process them, I can't speak out against them, I dissolve in a few different ways. One might be laughter, mm-hmm. one might be irritation. Mm-hmm. It, it all depends on the situation, how tired I am or how much I want to like have a say in this. <laughs> sure, yeah, there's that aspect. And then layer onto that being saying some extremely harmful things if implemented. Yeah. Holy moly. And it's just flying past you. Did you ever get through all the strands? I feel like... (laughs) I don't think so. We were stranded somewhere in there. (laughs) Okay, so she's wrapping up now. She says, okay, I can see in the back they're trying to get me to finish up. So listen, I can love anyone. I really can. And we are all star beings. Some people spot it, some people don't, but I see it in you. And then she says, did everyone get signed up on the mailing list? And a few of us hadn't. And she was like, Lori, I need you to be more proactive with the clipboard. (laughs) Some volunteer comes around, here's the clipboard. I feel like this was another theme that emerged at this conference was these very spiritual people being snippy with their lackeys. (laughs) Being super bossy. Yeah. Yeah, these weren't the only times. So anyway, if you jump on her website and join her for her online DNA activations, you'll get the sacred key codes. All right. Well, you convinced me. uh, Where's her website? It is lorispagna.com. So L-O-R-I-S-P-A-G-N-A.com. Last thing that happened is her mic accidentally got turned off and she thought that was a signal from the organizers like, you've so overstepped your time that we turned your mic off. So she gets fucking pissed. She's like, oh, interesting. I guess they turned my mic off. Well, that's no problem because I can project. She starts like shouting at the room and like, it was, yeah, it was uncomfortable. And then it kind of clicks to life and you can hear it next to her. It comes back. She's, she goes, oh, <laughs> okay, sorry. I guess that wasn't that. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess I need to clear another blame program. <laughs> I wish I was in a relationship with her. <laughs> it, okay, looking at her, uh, I don't know. The, at least that first photo reminds me a little of Margot Kidder, who played oh. uh, Lois Lane in the uh, late 70s, early 80s Superman films. Okay, so I will... Cut it off there. Okay. And see if we can top that in our next episode. Wow. Okay. Yeah, next episode, I'll be able to talk about my first talk, which I'm very excited about. I can't (laughs) wait to share this one with you. I think I know the one. You just gave me a tiny taste while we were there, and you were so happy. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. All right. Uh, So more to come. And yeah, thanks for uh, coming with us to the Conscious Life Expo. Yeah. And we'll be back. But... In the meantime, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our editor is Victor Figueroa. 
Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can support us in all of these investigations and what we do and feeding our cat and dog at MaximumFun.org slash donate. Though Max Fun Drive is coming at some point in the near future, and you should uh, you should join then because it's going to be really good. It's going to be very very good. You can also follow us on social media: Twitter.com/slash Ono Podcast and Facebook.com/slash Onrack O N R A C. Or maybe leave us a positive review on iTunes. <laughs> this really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something about leaving a positive review. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do that. Do that. And- do it in this forge. <laughs> and remember. You have to honor that before you can really anchor into 5D. You have to honor and anchor in oneness. All beings are the divine. All beings can come here. All beings have a choice. You're not leaving your body, by the way. There's no leaving the body. It's not going from here to there. It's no non-spatial. You're existing right here on Earth, walking next to somebody, realizing I'm an angel and they don't know it. <laughs> You're dropping pearls of wisdom at the grocery store line, no attachment. Things like that start changing in your reality. So realizing you're having new conversations with new people who you really like and enjoy. They don't bring you down anymore. They actually lift you up and you lift them up too. Right? Life starts changing. Things happen. You suddenly get bumped up to first class. You suddenly get a free expo ticket. You suddenly meet friends who fly you to Hawaii for free. All kinds of things start happening for you because now you're living in a new reality. You only change from within. Nothing else changed. Same old external reality. They have just no idea how this works. You could try to tell, be positive. They're like, yeah, I try to think positive. You could say, okay, well, shift your inner thoughts. They're like, what? Uh, They don't even hear you. Okay, this is when you start getting really anchored in 5D and you're activating more of this stuff. Now, what I want to say is from here, this is where the good stuff in all the DNA starts activating. This is where you really start activating your DNA codes. So in the DNA are codes, crystalline codes, Christ consciousness codes. Understand Christ consciousness has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with crystalline consciousness. The crystals in the inner earth are holding this. with an update from the flight deck we'll be reaching max fun drive on march 16th that's right on time as a reminder max fun drive runs for just two weeks and it's the best time of year to support the podcasts you love if you look towards the front you'll see your favorite hosts with special bonus content and lovely thank you gifts for new and upgrading monthly members now sit back, relax, and catch up on your favorite Max Fun shows now so you can listen to the new episodes releasing March 16th. And thanks again for choosing Maximum Fun. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. These are really hard questions. They are really hard questions. I don't have any answers for that. I don't either. Sack of garbage. No. Ah! Uh. <laughs> end of the show will just be five minutes of Biz and Teresa crying and screaming until the outro is played. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org. 
on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.